Welcome to the Travel Hacking Homeschoolers podcast, where we teach you how to optimize points and miles so you can travel more often with those you love. I'm your host, Candace Crompton, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Homeschoolers podcast. I'm your host, Candace Crompton. You can find full show notes from today's episode below, but let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about how to get started homeschooling, and I'm going to give you all the options on different ways to home educate your child. We'll be talking about state requirements, different ways of homeschooling, different styles, and I'll be talking about the style that we chose and why. If you're like me, you love to travel and you love it even more when you can make those travel dreams come true without breaking the bank. That's why I want to share my absolute favorite travel hacking tool with you, Travel Freely. Travel Freely is the simplest way to keep track of your credit card bonuses. And the best part, it's 100% free. No bank logins, no hidden fees, just pure, easy to use travel hacking goodness. I personally use Travel Freely to manage my own credit cards, track my bonuses, and keep an eye on my player two status. It's like having a personal travel assistant who makes sure I never miss a point, a mile, or a valuable perk. And now you can join me in becoming a travel hacking champ. I've got a personal referral link just for you in the show notes. Sign up for free today and start traveling smarter, not harder. With Travel Freely, your next adventure is just around the corner. Click the link, sign up, and let's make those travel dreams a reality. See you in the skies. Okay, so you're either listening to this episode because you're curious about homeschooling and want to get started home educating your children or you're just curious of why people do this. I was right there with the latter because this is, like I said before in some episodes, this is never something that I thought we would be doing. However, now that I know more and more about it, I'm so thankful that we chose this path, at least for now, for our kids. So I want to talk about different ways that you need to get started. Some of you may have absolutely zero idea on how to even start with homeschooling. So I hope that this is informative for you just so you can look into your state requirements and all the things and get started in the fall if that's what you want to do. First, I would say you need to check your state requirements. So every state is different with their homeschooling requirements. Some are way more rigid than others. Some are very relaxed. The state of South Carolina is pretty relaxed, I would say. There are no regular audits, but you do have to be prepared in case you do get audited. You have to store certain parts of your children's work. You have to keep a journal on everything that you do. For me, that looks like a planner. So I write out all my kids' curriculum and all of their worksheets and things that we're doing during the week, and then I keep those planners so that we can see what we did. I also keep samples of tests, samples of different work that they do, By no means do we keep every single paper because that is unnecessary, at least for South Carolina. And I do enjoy that. So you need to check that. That's your number one thing. Also, you would probably need to sign up for a homeschool association of some 
form. A lot of states require you to pay a fee, which generally looks like $25 to $50 per year for your homeschool association. And what that association does is it just gives your information to the state and says, hey, these people are homeschooling and we have filed away all of their things and they are properly doing all the paperwork, doing all the things that's required by the state. A really cool thing about the homeschool association that we're a part of here in South Carolina, and there are a lot to choose from, by the way, but one of the cool things about ours is that they also have events. So we can pay just a little extra, like 15 more dollars for the year, and we get access to all the events that are planned by this association. And these are great events. It's not just events, it's also courses and classes. So for example, we live here on the coast of South Carolina, and there are a ton of marine biology options for homeschooling kids where you can go out on a boat and learn about different things, different ecosystems, all kinds of stuff. And we get access to these for a major discount with the Homeschool Association. I think in part too, because these groups can't take kids out during the day, like kids that are in school. So it's something extra for them. It's another moneymaker, but they give it to us at a discount and we're able to do that during the day. So we do things like that. Um, they have discounts on like a theater in town that is usually pretty pricey for their shows and we get to go at a discount. There are just tons and tons and tons of things with our homeschool association. Now, some homeschool associations have zero events. You're just paying to have you basically enrolled where they give the state the information that you're homeschooling and they keep um, a record basically for you. So you would need to look at that. I would highly suggest if you're in the Charleston area, it's called GLOW Homeschool Association and they're the ones that we're a part of and we have really enjoyed it. So that's number two. Number three, you want to find out what style of homeschooler are you? Now, there are a lot of styles. You may be a blend of those styles. I have read so many books about the different styles. I've taken quizzes to see like which one is more me. One that I know is definitely not me is there's a style called unschooling. And, you know, God bless these people who can do unschooling. It's just not me. I'm type A. I have to have a plan. Unschooling is kind of where you just say, you know what? We're not having like your normal curriculum. We are going to, for example, let's say it's a kindergartner and you want to learn about spiders. So you just go to the library and say, okay, we're going to check out a whole bunch of books about spiders and we're going to take a field trip to the aquarium and see other kinds of spiders. And we're going to, and they do this whole thing, not based off a curriculum, but it's just like a very natural and beautiful <laughs> way to homeschool. That is not me. I, I go to wild and free conferences and there's a lot of women who do unschooling and I really just applaud them because it seems so wonderful and peaceful. It's just not my style. So you need to find out your style. I'm a little bit of like Charlotte Mason and traditional and whatever. I mean, I have a little blend, but I really do love Charlotte Mason. Now, Charlotte Mason is not as type A scheduled as I am. So I have a nice blend of that. I have to have a plan. You know, I can go off of that plan a little bit, but for the most part, I like to know what we're going to be doing during the week. I like to pre-schedule field trips. I like to just, just have an overall general plan of like when we're going to be off of school and all the things. And I think that's helpful too. 
if you like travel and the reason you're home educating your child is to be able to travel more, you're probably going to want a little bit of that scheduled homeschool style so that you will see when you're going to be on and off school and you can schedule your travel around that. So I will actually put a link in the show notes to a quiz that will help you determine your homeschool style. And then I'll also put some books in the links in the show notes so that you can read them and kind of see too. Not that you have to come up with a style, but it's nice to kind of know, you know, this is what I'm more, my personality is like. Okay, number four. Now this was a big one. Um, And it's something that I feel like you can change up as often as you need to. And that question is, do you want to be responsible for your child's schooling yourself? That means that you are the primary educator. You are choosing their curriculum. You are schooling your children every day at your home or wherever you guys are. Or do you want to opt into like a co-op or a private homeschooling experience? So we have experience with all of those. So let me explain kind of what each one is and why you may choose that or not choose that. There are co-ops that are like supplementary co-ops. And what that means is you still are in charge of the core curriculum, like the math, the science, the handwriting, all the things, the reading. That's you. You're picking that curriculum. You're choosing what your children are going to be doing. But you want to be a part of a group to have more social skills for your kids and so that they feel a part of a community, I guess. There are so many of those, y'all. Classical Conversations, to me, was more of a supplementary curriculum. We went there once a week, and we saw the same group of friends, and we hung out with them outside of that. It was fun, and we actually, I liked parts of the curriculum, so we utilized that at home, but I didn't feel like, okay, we have to have this ready to go when we go to that co-op. It was something that was just more fun and supplementary. We still utilized a lot of the math, multiplication stuff, all that but it was supplementary to the core curriculum that I have. There are loads of those kind of co-ops. Even like the homeschool association events, I kind of consider some of those courses co-ops in a way. Like if you did the class we did, we did a Marsh class. It was a six week long Marsh class. We went once a week and we were with the same group of people and it kind of was like a little co-op. That is supplementary to your core curriculum. So that's option number one. Option number two, also like a fun co-op, which is just where maybe you get together for a book club. So maybe you have a book club or a nature club. There are more clubs than I could ever list with homeschooling. <laughs> you, This is what's hilarious. People think that homeschooling kids are never social. Like they don't socialize. That is so beyond the truth. These kids are so socialized. They're with so many groups of kids all the time. Even if you are the home educator and you're doing all the curriculum, you can sign up for all these little co-ops and things and classes and courses and extracurricular activities. You will, your, your calendar will be so full that you will want more margin. Trust me. <laughs> there are so many things to do, especially if you live in a bigger city. Um, but I'm finding that even the like suburbs, even the like rural country areas, that those are becoming more and more homeschool central too. So look into those. And then there's also private options. So we've done the supplementary co-op. We've also done the year where we just did the curriculum ourselves, and we would sign up for little fun things here and there. 
This year, we're actually doing a private option where my children go to school on one day a week. It's an actual school day. It's from, you know, 9 a.m. to 2.30. They are with a teacher, a teacher who is their teacher all year long. And she is the one that is choosing or the school is choosing that curriculum for that class. So you don't have a say in the curriculum. It is all what the school provides. So that is what we did this year. I am going to tell you that there are perks to this and there are cons to this. So for me anyway, being a kind of person who's type A, I like to have control over what my kids are learning. Because the whole point of homeschooling to me is to be able to really um, pick and choose between what your children are learning and to have the ability to say, okay, like for my kids, I have two kids that learn totally different from one another. So I can go over here and say, okay, this one needs this kind of curriculum, but this one over here is going to hate that. So I'm going to do something totally different for her. That right there is the beauty of homeschooling for me. And that's one of the reasons we continue to do this because I see the fruit of that, like being able to choose and narrow down like what we want for each child. With this private school experience, I'm not getting to choose. And so I feel like some of the things that either of them are doing are just busy work. So we're, we, there's a lot of worksheets. There's a lot of things. And then I feel like the drawback of it. So the, the great thing is that I have a whole day, right? I have a day of doing what I need to do. The kids have a day at school. I am handed an assignment sheet and all I have to do is make sure my kids finish it and turn in all their homework the next week. And then the teacher teaches them all the things again. But the drawback of that for me is that because they, it's such a rigorous curriculum, they actually are sitting at a desk more every day than I want them to be. So like I said, the beauty of homeschooling is to be able to adventure, to be able to like do hands-on learning, to do all the things that you can't do in a public or private school setting. And I feel like I'm in a private school that's homeschool, if that makes any sense. And I'm still sitting at a desk every day for three to four hours. So that right there kind of has made it not fun for us. Uh, I tell people that I feel like I have sucked all the fun out of homeschooling and the whole purpose of homeschooling is to have fun and do these things. So in a nutshell, we are basically probably, well, not probably, we are not doing that next year because um, it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be, I guess, in my mind. So this would probably be an option that I would choose as my children got older. So let's say seventh, eighth grade into high school. And I don't know where we're going to be at that point, right? They may choose to go to a different high school at that point. And that's something that we will all make decisions together on. But I know from talking to my children and seeing how they're learning, it's not what we want right now. And the beauty of homeschooling is that you can change your mind and it's okay. So the kids are thriving in school. They are well ahead of their grade level, and I'm good with that. And I know that they still will be when I do my own curriculum, if not even more so, because I am tailoring the curriculum to each of them. So another thing that you can um, also look at with private options that have become more and more and more popular, especially in more affluent areas, and you can kind of look at it this way. Okay, think about celebrities, okay? They are not going to school. They're not. They're homeschooled. 
they are working and they are doing movies and all the things, they are not going to school, especially as a child actor. So what they have is like a home-based tutor that probably travels with them. And this is something that you could also do on your own. Um, a lot of people here will hire tutors that teach specific subjects. Those tutors come to the house every week and they teach your children. It's the same as if you were to take them to a private homeschool experience. But these tutors are just coming to your home and you're paying them a lot more to do this. But that's an option as well if it's something that you can afford and want to do. And then lastly, it's just home-based. So you're, like I said at the beginning, you know, you're choosing your own curriculum. You are in charge, which can be intimidating at first. It was for me. But the more that you have, like this is our fourth year now. So the more I've gotten into this, the more I realize that I'm capable of choosing my children's curriculum. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. I now know how they learn how they each learn. So I'm able to take that and run with it. We can add as much or as little as we want. And I make sure like, number one, reading is a huge priority. Math is a huge priority. Those are my two biggest things. So if I feel like if we're good there, everything else just kind of flows into place. Both of my kids are exceptional readers. And I think that's all attributed to all about learning, which is a amazing reading curriculum. And I'm so thankful that I found that curriculum. I found that through an Instagram account called Five Girl Schoolhouse, whom I love, love, love. I highly recommend you going to follow her. She is just a wealth of homeschool knowledge, a wealth. She has five daughters. Her husband's a doctor. She stays home with them and they, she just has the most simplistic, minimalist, homeschooling life. And I love it. She also talks a lot about how she was involved in a co-op for so long and then she moved out of that. Now she's doing her own thing. So there's so much to look at there, but that is why I feel more confident in choosing curriculum as well, because she has helped me there. So highly just suggest doing research online. I mean, Instagram, as much of a downfall as it can be, it's also a wealth of knowledge when it comes to looking at different people's curriculum and how they're scheduling their days. And it's so helpful. So if you plan to do a home-based curriculum, just know there's no reason to be intimidated. You can totally, totally educate your children. It is so doable. People ask me all the time, well, what about when they get older? Like, what about when they get to older math and all this stuff? And I'm like, well, you know, the beauty of homeschooling is that there are options. So if I am not 100% sure on calculus, <laughs> that's, that's more like high school, college. If I'm not sure on, you know, algebra, geometry, all the things, there are tutors. We can hire people. There is help. So, you know, you never need to feel like you can't do it because people do it every day. And these homeschool kids come out super smart. And that's really who you want to be hiring because they just they have critical thinking skills and all the things. So you can totally, totally, totally do it. Okay, the last thing I'm gonna talk about, well, the two things I'm gonna talk about, what style am I, which I kind of talked about that and our choice for next year, which we've kind of went over. Um, like I said, I'm more of like a Charlotte Mason traditional approach in a way. And I am um, kind of a blend. And next year, I, so I go ahead and start ordering my curriculum in May because 
there's it's so popular now that some of the curriculum sells out so i am actually going to just take control of the whole curriculum next year i am feeling like my kids are only little for so long so why not take advantage of it and really do all the fun things that we can do until they get to the point where they do have to be sitting it longer and they do have to be doing harder things that's what we're going to do this year and um or this fall coming into the new school year we're going to finish out the private school option that we're doing right now until may but then we're going to start afresh and we're not we're not going to do a single co-op that we're paying you know annually for we are just going to do fun co-ops and we're going to do fun clubs and extracurriculars and our own stuff at home and hopefully a lot more field trips and a lot more travel one of the big things that i'm excited about is the history that i'm going to do with the kids next year and i've been watching a couple people and they it's about all the 50 states and the history and the geography it's like all the 50 states and you can choose two to three states a year to go visit like states that you could fly to or whatever and you go and visit the things that you're learning about and that's really why i love homeschooling because i love my kids to like see what they're learning touch what they're learning you know it's that's the cool part it's not just in a textbook like they can bring it to real life by looking at it and feeling it and understanding why they're learning about it so that's what we're going to do the last thing i want to talk about is you need to just know your why. Like, why do you want to home educate your child? Before you go choosing an like a style that you are, why do you want to do it? That's your first thing. You know, like, like I have a friend who she told me, I just want to travel. I want to travel with my kids while I can. I only have them for so long, you know, before they're out of the house. I want to get as much traveling under my belt as possible and homeschooling allows us to go and take our stuff with us or schedule around those trips and that's her why that's why she wants to do it um my why changes you know as as we get into this as we go about this but my why's are more family time like we get so much more family time together doing this education at home I want tailored education for my kids. Like I want them to really have the best of education that's out there. And this is giving me the option to do that. I want them to be able to explore the world and travel and do the things that, you know, I didn't do because I was in school all the time, you know, and honestly, travel hacking, the reason I got into travel hacking was to take my kids and do all these things, hands-on learning and not break the bank while we're doing it you know like you want to travel do all the things but sometimes it's very expensive to do it all the time that's why i wanted to travel hack because i want to be able to take advantage of traveling with the kids as much as i can and i want them to get a really good christian education uh that's another part of it i'm able to we, we have you know bible time in the morning around the table and they can ask me hard questions. They can talk to me about stuff. We can pray for people right here, you know, in our house. And we can learn scriptures. And we can just learn to compassion and kindness and all those things. And, and another really big why is to get my kids around people of different ages. To get my kids around older family members. You know, get my kids around not just their age group all day long. I think it just makes you a more well-rounded person. And I've seen 
the fruit of that for sure, just from my kids and the way they interact with each other and the way they interact with other adults and other people. It's really been a huge blessing to watch that. And I guess one of my last whys, there's a lot of whys, but I also just love getting to see them learn. That's not something I ever thought I'd be super excited about. Like I'm not a teacher by trade by no means, but to watch them like learn and know that I got to teach them that is really, really cool. These are just some thoughts when you're getting started out homeschooling. And, you know, if you're not and you're just curious, hopefully that answered some of your questions about why some people choose this option. There's so many more reasons, but it is really, really, really a fun thing. And we have just gained so much from it. So check out all the links in my show notes for my favorite Instagram accounts, favorite books that I have read. Um, I'm going to put some links in there for some different websites and homeschool quizzes for different styles that you may be so much. I'm going to stick in the show notes for you today. Also, remember the reason we do travel hack is to give our kids a well-rounded world education while not spending as much money as we would normally have to do so to do that. So your why may look different, but if you want to learn more about how to travel hack to afford more trips for you and your family, make sure to listen to my previous episodes and hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. And as always, if you have questions, feel free to leave me a voice message on the Spotify platform, or you can shoot me a DM over at thhomeschoolpod on Instagram, or even on my personal at Crompton Chronicles. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Homeschoolers podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode by clicking below. You can also connect with us on all social media platforms at Travel Hacking Homeschoolers, as well as our own podcast Instagram at TH Homeschool Pod. If you are loving this podcast, we would be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Until next time, happy traveling.